Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to another episode of TFL Talking Trucks. I'm Andre Smirnov, and my regular co-host Roman is actually out on a uh, Rocky Mountain off-road trail climbing a mountain, so I'm jealous. But this is a very special show. I'm very excited about this because we have Jim Dennehy from Chevrolet to talk about everything you need to know about the new 2021 Chevy Tahoe and the Chevy Suburban, which are basically available now. Um, So, Jim, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me today. It's great to be back with you guys. Thank you for joining TFL Talking Trucks podcast. If you love pickup trucks or big full-size SUVs, if you love trailering, towing, and going off-road, this is the right place to be. Together, we can make this podcast the most popular ever. Is he climbing in a truck or is he climbing in his shoes? So, so Roman, um, he's doing a two, an SUV comparison. Oh, good. Um, currently, he's, he's in a Land Rover Discovery 3, so a used truck. And he's fighting against Tommy, who is in a VW Touareg four-wheel drive. So okay. it's a kind of a weird competition, but uh, <laughs> that video is coming up soon. And um, they're actually trying to climb the same mountain in the, in the Rockies, but from two different sides. Ah. So, so, yeah, that's coming up very soon. Um, but Jim, can you please introduce yourself briefly and how you're involved with the Tahoe and Suburban? Yeah, so again, my name is Jim Danahy. So I'm the executive chief engineer for um, all of the uh, next-gen trucks uh, here at GM. And um, so I am, uh, have the pleasure of being the leader of the team that uh, does most of the work that provides the, uh, the products that you guys uh, uh, know and uh, many of, uh, and we know that many people love um, both the uh, light duty, heavy duty and the SUVs. Well, wow, you have a lot of responsibilities. I'm not, I'm not envious. It's a, it's a, it's a great job. Um, I've been with GM a long time and, uh, and have had the privilege to work on lots of different products. And uh, this certainly is a highlight. I, I'm kidding. I, of course, I'm jealous. You have a really <laughs> cool job. I mean, you get to design and kind of influence trucks of all kinds. So, um, but let's focus on the Tahoe and Suburban. And I believe they're reaching dealerships right now. Is that correct? Yes, so uh, we started shipping them out of our uh, Arlington plant um, at the end of June. So we're uh, a thrilling day. We actually had some of our launch leadership that were there uh, take some photos with the uh, first trucks that were leaving the lot. So yeah, they're, they're getting out to our customers now. We're really excited about that. So on the show, I wanted to cover a few questions, um, kind of learn what the new 2021 Tahoe and Suburban really are. Um, talking about kind of the size, uh, the options they offer, the power, 
the towing capability, fuel efficiency, kind of go down the list and learn everything about it before we actually get to put them to the test, which I'm very excited to do. Um, of course, we have big plans in the future uh, for the new, you know, actually getting them in the real world and testing them. So um, that that's going to come up soon. So Jim, tell me about kind of the chassis. Um, is it how related is it to the Silverado truck? Is it the same frame or what's it's, what's going on there? It's close. It's not the same frame. Um, I would say about three quarters of it is very similar. So if you start at the front of the truck and work your way back. But of course, um, because we have the new independent rear suspension um, on the uh, Tahoe and Suburban, uh, we had to change the frame in the rear. Um, so we call that the, the, the back bay or the end bay. So that's unique uh, specifically to the, uh, to the SUVs. And, and how do they compare to the outgoing models? I mean, this is an all new generation, right? Yeah, so it's a new, it's, you're talking about chassis. Yeah. Specifically. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a brand new chassis. Um, so, uh, it was a ground up, um, design. Um, and we really worked hard specifically on the SUV. Um, as you know, to, um, work on that, on that, uh, the back bay, get the independent rear suspension in, um, get the rails lowered, um, which is part of what the, uh, the independent rear suspension allows us, us to do. And that gives us a couple of things. Um, when you get into the products and, 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 and experience them and get in the third row. Um, we've got a great seating position in the third row, um, a much more natural uh, for that. And then the uh, load floor has been lowered about five inches, a little more than five inches. Um, and it's flatter uh, now. So uh, you have the, the ability to uh, have more cargo um, between the roof and the, and the load floor. And with the flatness, um, you know, some of our, um, our customers had commented uh, some things we could improve on. Um, making that floor flat so things don't tend to roll out as you're, uh, you know, opening the, the rear hatch on the vehicle. So we've improved um, all that in the rear bay uh, of the truck. All right. And so the wheelbases are stretched a little bit compared yeah, to the old? Yeah, yeah, the wheelbase is stretched a little bit. So you got the, um, you know, our design team always likes the, the wheels out at the corners. Yes. Um, I like that too. <laughs> um, and so, uh, you know, that was something that they, they asked us for and we were able to accommodate as well. Um, and then again, as I said, uh, you know that we've uh, really worked on, um, you know, we haul people, we haul cargo, and uh, we, the wheelbase also helps with that uh, somewhat to give us a little more space there too, um, in the second row especially. So, yeah, let's go over that really quickly because, I mean, this is a full-size SUV. It's meant for big families carrying a lot of people and stuff. Um, and it seems like the overall size of the Tahoe and Suburban didn't grow that much, but you somehow were able to create, you know, a lot more legroom, especially like in the third row. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, they didn't, you're right. They didn't grow that much. Um, they still fit comfortably in a standard garage. Hmm. Um, and I know when we spoke last time, Tim talked about some of the work we had done with, uh, some mock-ups and running through some parking garages. He sold a funny story about one of our uh, folks getting pulled over by the uh, airport police. Um, but, uh, but really what we try to do is work on the efficiency um, of the interior. So once we got the independent rear suspension um, in the truck, got that rear load floor uh, lowered down, there's still a lot more uh, areas that you can work on. So, and if you um, open the hatch up, you'll notice like the upper corners are more squared off on the inside. Um, so you can get, you know, bigger things in there. 
Um, so we've tried to push things out to the corners um, to make more room. Um, the second row seats uh, fold differently now. They have a fold and kind of squat um, mechanism that allows them to get lower to the floor, be more compact uh, there as well. And uh, all of that just lends itself to uh, being able to get um, more cargo in. Actually, I just did something a couple days ago. Um, my daughter needed a new refrigerator. I went and picked it up at the, at the hardware at the store, and I loaded the full refrigerator in the back of a Tahoe, not a Suburban, a Tahoe, and closed the hatch. So like a, like a full-size one, you laid it down in there? Yeah, so back down, slid it in, so uh -huh. a full-size uh, refrigerator, and closed the hatch. Um, well, there's a lot of room in there. <laughs> that's that's very interesting guys you heard it here first you can transport their fridge uh which which is In a towel <laughs> yeah and you don't have that extra you don't have that extra length of the suburban right 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 that that's really cool um so obviously one of the biggest changes you already spoke about is the rear suspension um mainly this is the first Tahoe Suburban with independent rear suspension. Was there a lot of, was this a contentious topic? Because I know a lot of people out there, consumers, they're used to the kind of a solid rear axle, that kind of trucky uh, um, heritage, I guess. Um, not from inside of GM, I'd say no, it wasn't content contentious at all. Um, you know, uh, at that time, uh, many of your listeners know Tim Herrick. Um, he was running the program. I was actually the uh, executive director in charge of chassis. So we worked very closely together on that. My previous team did that design. Mm -hmm. um, it certainly wasn't contentious, contentious for us. We, we absolutely wanted to make sure that we still kept um, the attributes that people loved in, in their truck. Um, so still being able to you know, carry cargo and, and what have you, uh, heavy loads. But um, for us, it really, it really meant couple of things. One, I talked about the space, but it also meant um, that we could improve the, the uh, handling and the ride of the vehicle uh, with the independent suspension because you can tune the handling and the ride separately with the bushings. Um, so that was a, a big plus for us. Um, and, and so that was the, probably the main drivers. And uh, from the beginning, Tim was um, very uh, adamant about us going after this. And so we just jumped in with both feet and and went after it. And I think it, it I know it came out um, spectacularly. Uh, the, uh, the trucks are uh, really nice to drive. Um, you have a lot of confidence when you're driving them, when you're towing with them um, as well. And then we were able to add into that, um, you know, we've got MR like we, like we had before, but we also were able to add in the four corner uh, air, air ride suspension um, as well into the new Tahoe and Suburban, um, which really helps, um, you know, low, it's got low leveling capability. It's got, um, you know, entry egress capability where it can lower the vehicle down to help you get in and out of it easier. Um, and then also you can raise the, the vehicle up without having a lift kit on. You can, you know, raise the vehicle an inch um, in normal mode. And then if you're in, uh, in a four low, you can take it up another inch, uh, which helps you, you know, when you're in those back roads and we need some extra clearance. So, you know, you get all that goodness, um, in this chassis setup and we're really proud of it. So the air suspension is available, not on every trim, right? But on uh, certain higher level trims. Yeah. It's available on a select level of trims. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I'm really looking forward to uh, 
getting my hands on these vehicles and testing them. And you mentioned towing. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the ratings because I know it's a very competitive segment. Oh, uh, sure. Well, I mean, you guys I mean, are controlling the segment as far as sales are concerned historically. I mean, you, as far as G Chevrolet, GMC, um, and, and Cadillac, I mean, you guys, you know, sell a lot of units, but um, let's talk about towing. How did you improve it? And, or w what are, what are actually the ratings? How does that work? So for the Tahoe, um, the standard towing um, with a 5.3 two-wheel drive is uh, right about 8,000. It's 7,900. And then the max towing is 8,400. And then the Suburban is the same for standard towing, a little bit less on max towing because uh, it's a, you know, a little bit heavier vehicle. So it's at 8,300 um, pounds. But um, that was another item. You know, we know um, this, the Tahoe and the Suburban – are really about cargo and hauling folks, but we know people, but we know that people also tow with them. Mm -hmm. So we've got, there's a balance there, right? And um, really the way we were able to go after increasing the, the towing capacity is we had an all new frame. So, you know, having the right um, requirements up front, talking about, you know, what, what did we want in the beginning, um, allowed our team to, to um, just design to those requirements. And it's, it's all about, it's really all about, um, you know, making sure the frame's strong enough. And then you've got to, of course, have your driveline, um, you know, durability and, and capacities um, there as well. And since we have a new um, independent rear suspension with the, you know, with the, the um, uh, MLSD new diff in there, that's all new design. So that was all taken into account as we were, um, as we were engineering the, the product. So you basically boosted the towing capability a little bit compared to the old versions, right? Yeah, so the Tahoe is up about 22%, so about 1,400 pounds Okay. Um, from where it was, because it was at 6,500 um, uh, for the uh, standard towing uh, in the past. So. so you boosted the standard towing, but yep. the Max Max, I mean, it's not... Yeah, it's, it's near this, yeah, nearly the same, yep. I gotcha. Yeah, and then, gotcha. of course, we, uh, um, I think we talked about this last time, we, we uh, now, we have the... Uh, the um, the J twenty eight oh seven compliant label on every truck too, so it really helps the customer to understand what their specific truck can do uh, just by opening the door up and looking at the label instead of trying to go search for it somewhere. We think just like the Silverado trucks. Benefit to our, uh, yeah, exactly. Um, yep. Okay. So, and how about payload? Has the payload kind of remained about the same, or what's going on there? Uh, so payload, we're um, we're up at uh, on the Tahoe. We have max payload of uh, eighteen thirty four, which actually is uh, best in class um, for uh, max payload. Um, I'd have to go check on the previous um, model whether that's up from that or not. I'm not um, entirely okay. sure. That's okay. I mean, you're approaching two thousand pounds, which is actually quite a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, for a vehicle like this yeah uh, yeah and when you get that and when you get that payload in there and you have the air suspension it'll level you, it'll level you right up too so that's that's a nice feature also yeah we all usually talk about it when we do our towing tests on the eye gauntlet uh, usually we either have to have like special hitches if the truck doesn't have air suspension um, you know weight distribution hitches to kind of help it level just to make the braking system work, you know, sure, all the sure. safety systems and 
Um, so it's nice to know that the leveling is, is there. Yeah, um, that's all part of what I said earlier around this comfort level around um, the whole suspension package and uh, couple that to towing um, and the ride and handling and just, just being really confident and being able to tow with this vehicle, um, I think people are really going to find uh, find it to be uh, a, a great vehicle to tow with. All right, well, let's um, talk a little bit more about powertrains. Okay. I mean, we kind of alluded to it, uh, but and so powertrains and fuel efficiency. Um, so tell me about you know the two V8 engines and and uh, what's going on there. Yeah, so the V8 engines are you know our uh, powertrain lineup. Even in terms of the engine, uh, is essentially carryover. Though uh, we do have the the dynamic fuel management um, added, so we have the 5.3 liter V8, um, which is 355 horse and 338 pound feet of torque, and then uh, the 6.2 uh, at 420 and 460 pound feet of torque. Um, all of the thousand Suburbans are equipped with the 10 speed automatic transmission, um, so that's uh, that's great. Um, and um, you know, we talked about the, uh, the fuel efficiency uh, on, on the items. So on the Tahoe, um, we're at uh, 16 city 20 highway with the 5.3 liter um, two wheel drive and the same for the Suburban and the six twos at 1520 um, for both of those. I think um, you misspoke on the torque on the 5.3. Um, it's 383 pound feet. Oh, is, so what did I say? 338. Oh, I, yeah, I mixed it up. Sorry, it's 383. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just trans, transposing the numbers. Yeah, exactly. Which is, which is all good. So I can see here you basically are improving a little bit on the city fuel efficiency. Um, yeah, but, so... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. But the highway remains the same as before. Is that correct? Um, yeah, so we're improving on the city. Highway remains the same as before. Um, really what we've got here is um, it's a real balance uh, of what we're trying to do. We've made, we make no bones that the vehicles are bigger than they were before. That really goes to um, what our customers are looking for, hauling people, hauling cargo. So they're bigger so that we have more interior space. Um, so they're a little bit heavier. Um, and um, we, that contributes to um to some of the some of the highway uh, numbers we were able, we were able to improve the cities and some of the combines um mm -hmm. as well or improve depending on the uh the configurations that you have but we really wanted fuel efficiency is very important to many people but there's a real balance in what we're trying to do here mm -hmm. and so uh it, this was really all about getting that balance giving the people the right technology getting the capability um in on the on the suspension package, offering some of these technologies in the suspension area, and then um, again, just trying to to, to uh, give folks more space on the inside as they're hauling their families and their cargo um, on long trips, short trips, whatever. These are very versatile vehicles. Yeah, we'll touch on the interior. Obviously, that's a whole different uh, uh, ball of wax in in a second. Um, but but tell me about the diesel because I think I know a lot of people are excited about it, but it's not quite available yet. Yeah, so the diesel is not available yet. We um, we do stagger um, our launches. Um, it really helps the the folks in the plant. You know, they do a a yeoman's job in um, creating uh, these products for us once we've engineered them and really putting the quality in. And uh, so one of the things we do 
as a regular course is to stagger some of the um, some of the content um, just to make it so that we're not throwing everything at them at the at the same time. And so we'll be, be we'll be launching the three liter uh, diesel uh, here in in the, in the fall. Um, it's 277 horsepower with 460 pound feet of torque. Um, we don't have the fuel economy uh, numbers and the towing numbers for um, for that. Um, yeah, at least I don't think we've um, produced them yet. But, well, you could um, you could drop it right here. You know, it could be breaking news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I've driven it. Um, it's a spectacular package. Um, if people have uh, driven the uh, three-liter diesel in the in the pickup trucks uh, in the Silverado, um, our propulsion team has done a phenomenal job on uh, putting that. Uh, engine package together and then coupling it with the 10 speed transmission. Um, it is quiet. It has lots of torque, obviously, as diesels do. Um, it's a really enjoyable package to, to uh, drive. The first time I drove one, um, they didn't tell me it was a diesel. Um, and I remember when I was a kid, the diesels of old, you know, they rattle and they bang and that sort of thing. And this is not that diesel. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, we're really proud of what the team's been able to accomplish with that, with that engine. And like I said, again, pe the people that have it in the in pickup truck uh, know it. We're getting good, really good reviews on it in the pickup. Cool. Um, and I've, I've driven the Silverado 1500s with the, with the engine. We've tested it thoroughly. Um, I, what I was impressed by is actually kind of the power remains linear. What yeah. usually happens with a turbo diesel of that size where you have a lot of power at first, and then it's quickly kind of uh, tapers off, uh, but but it seems like the straight six kind of delivers that power all the way through near the uh, red line, which is which is really cool. I, I yeah, think. I agree. It's a it's it's a pl real pleasure to drive, I, and uh, um, you know it, it gets you around, and uh, we expect that it'll be very fuel efficient. Do you think a lot of people will choose it um, uh, for the Tahoe or or? Um, how popular do you think it's going to be? Um, obviously, the V8s um, are, are very popular um, in here. But I think if people um, get a chance to drive it, um, and the you know their so to say their primary item is fuel efficiency um, for them personally, it's it's not um, high on their priority list in general for our customers for the Tahoe and the Suburban. But um, I think we may be surprised on uh, the number of people that will, um, will opt for the, for the diesel. Um, you know, especially if they uh, don't have sort of the, the bias of maybe, you know, 20 years ago uh, diesels, you know, um, because it, it, it really is very much in terms of creature comfort and sound um, like the gas. Um, and mm -hmm. like I said, you, you've driven it in the, in the, uh, in the um, yeah. pickups and, in fact, I, I remember uh, we were filming. I think it was um, the Silverado with the with the diesel with a three liter, and we had another truck, our chase truck. Um, and I came up to the uh, Silverado, and I thought the engine wasn't running, um, but but I, but then I realized that the engine was running. <laughs> so yeah. so uh, yeah, it's it's actually much improved to where you know diesel used to be. Yeah. Yeah, so um, 
we don't know. Um, obviously, we have our own predictions um, on what we think uh, the take rate will be on that, but um, but we think it's a really uh, nice package, and people should consider it. Um, you know, when they're out shopping, uh, the trucks. Well, on the Silverado 1500, right? The diesel is about the same price as a big V8. So, Correct. so I, and the, you know, I get a lot of emails, a lot of questions from our audience, our listeners, and 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 viewers. Which engine should I buy? Should I go V8? Should I go? It's the same price, and they're always so. I always kind of direct them uh, to to the fact, you know, do you want something that's a little bit quicker? Um, you know, maybe the V8 is for you. Um, if you want fuel efficiency, you know, perhaps, or if you drive a lot, you know, some people put a lot of miles on their vehicles. Mm -hmm. um, maybe, maybe the diesel is the option. Yeah. So, so that's, you know, that's really interesting. Uh, okay, so that's coming. Um, I wanted to quickly, before we go to the interior and some of the technology available, I uh, wanted to talk a little bit about the Z71 because okay. it used to be kind of a package, right? Um, available on the Tahoe and Suburban, but now it's basically its own trim level. Right, yep, yep. So Z71 is its own trim level. Um, and uh, we're really happy with it. Uh, if you've seen the pictures of it, I know we showed them during some of the earlier things, it's a it's a knockout look with the high approach angle uh, fascia and um, you know the the uh, the uh, more aggressive tires, but uh, also has the two speed uh, transfer case uh, as well. Um, and uh, we're really happy with it. You can get it with the air suspension um, uh, as well. Um, so uh, you know, folks, I would you know people who elect to um, buy that uh, version um, you know some will just keep it on the on the road but others we believe will take it off off-road and uh, you know having that uh, capability to, to raise the the vehicle um, up just by the push of a button um, I think is really cool um, uh, for that uh, that segment of the of the uh, of the population but um, we're really happy with it um, you know Splitting it out on its own was important. It's such it's such an iconic uh, uh, it was you know sort of model for us, and I think that taking it to the next level this time, uh, bringing in um, some of that uniqueness to it in terms of the look. You know, when you walk up to it, you know it's before you even get close to seeing the badge, you know it's a Z seventy one, right? Just kind of the front end, right? It yeah, tells you that. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. So, like mechanically, if you take a, a four-wheel by four Tahoe, non-Z71, and then the Z71 model, does it have um, like different differential? Does it have different? Uh, is it mechanically different uh, to gear it towards kind of off-road capability, uh, or is it? You know, what is it about? Is it just about kind of the appearance and tires, or what are some of the differences there? No, I think that, so that's the first model you can get into that has the two-speed transfer case. So the, the models below that don't offer the two-speed transfer case. Okay, the so that's already gives two. you extra capability. Yeah, yeah. So um, you can get it in the in the Premier and the High Country, but um, the RST and the LS and, L, LS and LT um, is just a single speed. So that's kind of where we make that split um, as well. And then, um, you know, talk about the approach angle stuff yes it's visually different but that's that's functionality right that's that's capability for folks who uh want to be able to get over uh get over including the tires as mm -hmm. well so um and then the ability like i said to offer the the air suspension 
um, you know, without having to get a, you know, a lifted truck that's always lifted um, is also a really nice uh, piece for that package. Does it have a, like a limited slip, a locker? Is it, it's not a trail bus, right? No, 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 no. So it has the uh, MLSD uh, diff uh, in that. Um, and uh, that, that is not a locking differential. Um, but the way that we designed that differential with the uh, clutch packs, it's got a near lock um, on the uh, clutch packs. Okay, so it can can help you out if you're in the yep, sticky situation. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't have a G80 locker in it, but it's got, uh, it's, let's call it close to that in the way that we've been able to uh, control the clutches. Okay, gotcha. Um, all right, well, let's kind of jump on the inside really quick. Um, so the all-new interior, uh, and it's specific to the Tahoe and Suburban. It's not, you know, really in any other truck yet, correct? Correct. Yeah, correct. Yeah, so... Um, we did this, uh, we've done this in the, in the past a little bit too. Um, you know, there's a different customer between the pickups and the SUVs and we recognize that. And, um, so when you get into the, into the uh, Suburban and the, uh, and the, uh, uh, Tahoe, you'll, you'll get, the feeling is a little more, um, let's say more plush. Um, um, not that it's, uh, we use very premium materials in, in both light duty and an SUV, but it's just got a different feel to it. It's more SUV, less mm -hmm. trucky. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, you have the, you have the a large center screen, um, uh, there as well, the touch screen. Um, you've got the ETRS there now, sex or opens things up, uh, on the council as well. Um, what's the ETRS? That's uh, sorry. That's the, that's the electronic transmission shifting. Um, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Tell me, tell me about it because I was expecting, you know, the column shift. I love that. Where, <laughs> why, uh, what was the kind of the reasoning behind going to the, uh, kind of the push button stuff? Yeah. So, um, the trend is really going that way, whether it's push button or a dial or, or, or even a, uh, a normal, uh, shifter looking like a gear shift looking on the console. Um, the trend is that way. As we improve technologies and transmissions, it's just a natural um, uh, uh, improvement in tech and innovation. Mm -hmm. And um, the ETRS really allows you to um, put the shifter in a location where the customer can easily get to it. But uh, normally the shifter um, is in a spot where um, – it takes up real estate that you'd like to use for something else. Um, whether that's in the council or even if it's on the column, um, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes that can obscure view to other things uh, that we've got there. Or it makes it a little bit harder to place the HVAC outlets to get the airflow to the uh, customer. So um, the ETRS uh, shifting really allows us to um, utilize the space in the, in the instrument panel and the cluster uh, in a, in a more efficient way um, uh, for our customer. Um, and, uh, you know, you said you liked the column one, right? Uh, well, so it's, maybe, it's, maybe, maybe when you got into our truck, she actually went and reached for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I, I guess I have to come clean. Uh, I used to own a 2002 Silverado uh, heavy duty truck. Yep. Um, it was a 2500 uh, Duramax. Um, I, I don't have it anymore, but I had it for about 10 years and it had the column shift and it's kind of a habit, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That's, a, uh, that's what I was going to say is, 
is um, it doesn't take uh, very long um, to get used to it. And then you get all the benefits of, of that, um, of using this system. Um, yeah, I have noticed have, like, the other where, one. sorry to interrupt you. I, I have noticed on many column shift uh, trucks where, you know, when you're in park, it looks a certain way and it's okay. But then when you put it in drive, it's lower and now it's obscuring different things. Exactly. Right? Yep. So it's, you never know exactly what you're getting uh, because right. you usually don't think about that. But, right. but uh, when you're driving, it's kind of when, when it, um, you actually need to see something or to check something, uh, which is important. Yep. Um, but tell me about the technology, you know, like the infotainment system, other, other gadgets available. Yeah, so um, certainly infotainment and connectivity is a, a big uh, item for our, uh, for our customers. Um, so uh, we have the um, wireless CarPlay and Android. Uh, it's being introduced here with our new electrical system we call VIP. Um, that's uh, a first for a uh, full-size truck um, we, uh, it, with, the, with the SUVs. Um, mm -hmm. That affords us um, the opportunity to do lots of things like over the hair, over the air programming and other things. But um, it also uh, allows us to do, like I said, wireless uh, CarPlay and Android Auto, which is super convenient if you don't have it. Um, you know, you drop your phone into the charging area, which is wireless charging, and it, it after you've um, done your uh, Bluetooth connection, it just connects up and everything everything uh, works uh, really well. Um, uh, we also have uh, a really great rear seat uh, infotainment system um, in the vehicle um, that has some cool features um, in it in terms of the sharing between uh, occupants and uh, um, in the back, which is really neat. You can bring your media with you. Um, if you have like a Chromecast and that sort of thing, you can bring those uh, those things with you. So it's, it's uh, uh, really cool. Um, you know, just from a safety standpoint, you've got, uh, you know, this, the rear camera view mirror, um, mm -hmm. which is, uh, especially in these vehicles, um, if you get like in a suburban, right, it's really long. Um, you've got the, the rear view mirror is actually camera based. So it takes all the, you don't see the inside of the vehicle, right? You're just right out there at the back of the vehicle. You can see, um, you know, what's going on there. Uh, and it just uh, really makes for a, uh, a much safer uh, uh, ride for the customer. The other thing, you know, uh, we've got adaptive cruise control on the vehicle. Mm -hmm. Now it's uh, not standard, but it's optional, um, which is a really phenomenal um, piece of technology that really allows you to, um, you know, especially on your long haul, haul drives, um, to um, just be able to let the car do some of the work for you. Um, you're still obviously fully engaged, but, um, you know, it, it keeps you, uh, you can set, you can set your gap to the, to the, um, to the uh, car in front of you right. and what you want and it'll maintain speed. Um, Does it that. also have lane correction, like a lane assist or just warning lane departure warning? Uh, no, you, um, there is, I have to be careful here because uh, I believe there's lane keep assist as well. Okay. Uh, to, to be truthful to you, you said you talked about uh, what you what you used to drive. Um, we have another brand that we're uh, not talking about today that I've been driving as a captive test suite vehicle. vehicle so I got to be careful to keep okay. my brands uh, straight. <laughs> uh, does that brand have three letters and starts with a G? 
Oh, uh, no. Oh. <laughs> Starts with oh. a C. Oh, okay. Okay. I got you. <laughs> um, no, yeah, so uh, no. Some, uh, of those, some of those technologies in. And then even when you don't get um, adaptive cruise control, we have uh, forward collision um, alert and avoidance um, as well, which is another uh, great safety feature um, that we've incorporated into the, into the product. Yes, just, but just so people understand, you know, you're also launching the GMC Yukon and Yukon XL, right? Yes. Uh, which is the uh, also brand new generation for 2021. Yeah. And then you also are launching the 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Correct. So you're busy. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so the Chevrolet versions are available or shipping to dealerships. What are, do you know what's going on with GMC? Are those They're ready to also. ship? Yeah, so Chevrolet and GMC are shipping. Okay, and Cadillac is a little later? Yes, Cadillac's a little later. Okay, gotcha. All right, so that's cool. So people who are you know, wanting the GMC Yukon look and that kind of brand, um, they're also able to go check it out. Great, correct, yep. And I just checked my notes. We do have lane keep assist um, on the uh, on the uh, Chevy and the Tahoe and the uh, Suburban. Okay, but it's optional. You said it's not. It's not on every model. It's it's in, it's uh, it's available. Correct. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, so we talked about sort of style, technology. Uh, I also, um, so in your trucks, you have kind of the surround view camera. Um, is it available here as well? Yeah, we actually have the availability of a class leading nine camera view, um, camera views, um, which uh, having, so my previous, I didn't uh, come from trucks from my previous job. And when I came in and started driving these, it's, it's really uh, remarkable what, uh, the technology has been able to do on the cameras, um, the stitching that they were able to do with the images to bring in so you can get this bird's eye view right of the truck and see around. It, it makes it really nice for parking, mm -hmm. um, uh, especially, you know, like I said, with the Suburban and Tahoe, they're, they're bigger vehicles, so it makes it great. Pulling into your garage to get a, a front camera view that, that uh, helps to make sure that you don't, you know, smash into the front wall. Um, I told somebody I got rid of my... Uh, tennis ball that was hanging from my uh, ceiling. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Finally, huh? Um, yeah, exactly. Okay. And then, um, and then, uh, you know, there's a, there's a hitch view as well. Um, so that's some of the views that you, that you have, uh, uh, with the cameras. Um, and people love that, love that technology. Yeah. I've come to, uh, almost rely on it. I mean, at first it's kind of getting used to it. Yeah. Uh, but then in some of the older vehicles, we also test, um, sometimes our project trucks, uh, I'm like, well, first of all, where's the backup camera? And then also, I want to see the lines next to me when I'm parking, right? Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm becoming spoiled. I yeah, I feel the same. I actually said something to my wife the other day. I said, I feel like I'm um, getting lazy on my ability to use the mirrors for backing up. Right, which you is know? still there. I mean, yeah, yes. it's just so easy to look at the camera. <laughs> right, absolutely. Um, and then you mentioned the rear entertainment system. Um, basically, this is mounted to the rear, to the front seats for the yeah, rear back occupants. Of the front seats, yeah. Um, yeah. Tell me about, you said some sharing. Uh, how does that work? I mean, what kind of features can you monitor or, I guess, do in the infotainment system? 
So in the infotainment system, um, so what I was talking about is you can kind of share content from one rear passenger to the other, which okay. is, which is really neat. Um, you know, if you've got kids in the back and they're, um, they're wanting to use that, um, you know, and those screens are 12.6 inches. They're big, mm. right? Um, then there's a USB port, uh, where you can bring content with you, um, you know, in the vehicle, which is nice because, you know, some people might have their fire stick or that sort of thing. Um, so, and then of course you can plug your video games in and, um, you know, some of the uh, models have the power outlet as well, as well. Um, so it's, it's one of those things where, um, it's a convenience item that, um, you know, especially when you take the long haul trips or, um, you know, we've got parents uh, with kids, um, where they're coming, you know, dropping off at daycare or bringing back, you know, uh, from daycare, um, and they maybe live a long way away. Um, it's nice to be able to have, uh, that content there for the, uh, for those folks. So. Very cool. And of course, um, I noticed in the, uh, materials, the panoramic sunroof. Yeah. Which, which yeah. It's cool. nice. Yeah. That's a, yeah, I forgot to mention that, that, uh, is really nice. And, you know, opening that up when you get to experience that, you know, that full view above you is uh, really nice. Cool. So, I mean, so the V8 models are already available. The diesel is coming. Um, and well, uh, yeah, now, I mean, what's left, I guess, I just want to test these vehicles and um, put them to the test and see exactly how they work. Um, what's, can you give us a glimpse of like what's, what's next? Um, anything, um, I mean, when is Cadillac uh, arriving? So, um, so I talked a little bit about the diesel engine. Mm -hmm. um, coming. So that's, uh, that's on the horizon here for the, for the, uh, for all the models. Um, the Cadillac, we are um, building early units in the plant now. Um, so that's not too far off um, here. Um, and that will sort of complete the lineup. We actually started building the long wheelbase. Uh, um, so the, the uh, Yukon XL and the, um, and the, and the, um, suburban here a week or so ago in the plant. So those will start to show up at the dealerships as well. Um, okay. And then, um, yeah, we announced the police pursuit vehicle. So I know you guys had a bit on that on your site we, as well. Yeah, we did. Yeah, that was cool news. We're always like sort of those kind of uh, service vehicles, work vehicles, uh, work versions of the, especially the, the pursuit. Is that also going to be shipping soon or how does that working? Uh, that's a little bit later um, this okay. year. There's a, there's a cycle that the, that the, the municipalities use in their testing. Um, they have some, they have a test that's later on this fall and then they have a, a, a basically a, a buying cycle. That's a normal yearly thing that, um, that we go through. So those, those are tied to those sort of activities that uh, with our partners in law enforcement. So, Cool. And um, I can just tell you uh, my wish list. Okay. Uh, I, I want that fire breathing 6.2 liter um, trail boss Tahoe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the, the one that's got, you know, a bigger lift, you know, bigger tires and uh, will fly, you know, across the desert. Um, I guess I'm, I'm kidding, of course, but we'll see if but, we can accommodate. <laughs> <laughs> you know it, no matter kind of like what you do people are always you know want more it seems 
it's part of our human nature, right? It's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. That drives people to, uh, you know, strive for more, be successful and what have you. So yeah, we're okay. We're all right with our customers pushing us. Sounds good. <laughs> and, and me pushing you. Also. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can be a customer too. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Sure. Sure. That's fair enough. Yeah. Uh, we actually, we actually own um, our long-term trail boss. We, that's kind of why I'm bringing up trail boss yeah. always is because uh, the Silverado 1500 trail boss is one of our vehicles that we will be using it um, a little bit more this summer. Um, we're doing a project where we're trying to drive uh, long distance off road. So we have three vehicles that we're working with. Uh, mid-size, half-ton, and heavy-duty. Okay. And and definitely the the Silverado Trail Bus. Um, this this is not really public yet, but we have um, modified. Well, not modified. We put on basically a bed rack on the Silverado, mm -hmm. and basically put a tent on top of that. So it's kind of a oh, okay. bed-mounted yeah. tent. Cool. Um, so we're kind of trying to turn it into an overland rig. Mm -hmm. It's going to be one of our kind of like a support vehicle, but also it's going to be part of the video series. Um, so we're looking forward to that. We're calling it no pavement needed. Um, and we're, <laughs> and we're kind of going up road. Uh, we have a Jeep gladiator, the Silverado trail boss, and then the Ford F-250 okay. um, that we're going to be kind of traveling in and seeing, you know, the good and bad about each kind of. Yeah, because, got it. Um, because they have them basically, you know, you know, from sometimes a small vehicle is nice for one reason and then the large vehicle is better and vice versa, right? Yeah. Especially off-road. Yep. Yep. Good. Well, well, Jim, thank you for joining me on this uh, episode of TFL Talking Trucks. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I'm sorry my video didn't work, um, but uh, it's great talking to you again and uh, I look forward to... Uh, what you guys have to say about uh, our vehicles once you get in them, our trucks. So yeah, you. sounds great. You know, I wish, of course, we would be, you know, doing this in person at some sort of event, uh, but it's not in the cards right now with the kind of the virus situation. Yeah, I, I uh, hope everybody there is uh, is feeling well and staying safe. And um, and uh, we just look forward to, you know, we'll be back. It won't be normal. It'll be, a, like we say, a new normal, right? But We'll be back in face to face, hopefully someday, not too distant future. So it'll be good. Yeah, absolutely. And in the meantime, you know, we can still test vehicles, so that's yeah, good. <laughs> so that great. that's good. Well, I appreciate it, Jim. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for 4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or Seven Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.